Alrighty, hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of Fake Football with Real Guys. My name is Cesar Rangel, and I will be your main host for the show, along with various co-hosts throughout the series. My list of co-hosts is composed of friends and family that I feel will bring a variety of opinions and viewpoints on football, so we can hopefully cover both sides of the field equally. As you'll figure out, it's just me on for today. I'm excited to have guests on for the show, but I also just need to sit down and record the first episode to get the nervousness out of my system. So in this show, co-hosts and myself will be covering the NFL season as it unfolds, as well as reviewing our own fantasy teams as the weeks move along. We'll be discussing player booms and busts that won or lost us games, trade deadline deals that alter careers and team trajectories, results that leave us wanting more football now, and games that we wish could be erased from our brains forever. I hope we can provide exciting and captivating content for all you fake football lovers out there, and that you'll keep coming back wanting more. The second part of this show will cover the Texas high school six-man football season in addition to the NFL season. For those that don't know, six-man football is a variation of the 11-man game, but with six players on each side of the ball, along with a smaller field of play and a first and 15 instead of a first and 10. This version of the game has allowed small schools to keep playing the game we love at a competitive level. However, because of changes like the number of players and the size of the field, there are some groups of people that call the six-man game fake football, which is why I figured it would tie in good with the name of the show and, you know, should have its own spot in there. The teams I'll be highlighting are from the San Angelo Concho Valley area of Texas. I know the six-man league covers the whole state of Texas and some other states, but I have to start small to keep from getting overwhelmed. My hope is to one day do interviews with coaches and players from various teams. I'm thinking pre, mid, and postseason interviews of amazing performances and heartbreaking upsets, and possibly live game coverage when I figure out exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know exactly when I'll get to that point, but I know that's the direction I'm heading. The last thing I want to do for this episode is do a review of my fantasy team over this past season. It was just a small league that we were in, eight teams, you know, not too much, just friends and family, you know, just to get a league started and hopefully, you know, we're able to add a little bit more people this next season, but we'll see how it goes. So in my league, I got third place. Um, Not too bad. I've only ever gotten first once. I want to call it beginner's luck because it was in the first time I ever did fantasy football. But this season, I, I was my own worst enemy, not going to lie. You know, I, I'm the guy who, you know, if a player does bad once, I drop him because I'm like, oh, I can't let that happen again. You know, he needs to be making, you know, plays and he needs to he, he needs to be doing good. So I drop him. Someone else picks him up and he goes on a hot streak of, you know, averaging 15, 20 points per game. For me this year, that was I don't know about the, you know, per game points, but Garrett Wilson for the Jets. He really went off after I dropped him, of course. Who else? Who else? I was always uh, iffy on, no, not Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill was a, a game saver for me. He, you know, him and Jalen Waddle were always putting up pretty good points, which was pretty good considering sometimes they didn't even have a Tua out there throwing the ball to them. But yeah, I got third place, second, first and second like in most leagues, was kind of not messed up. But, you know, because of the, the Bills and Bengals game getting, 
postponed and then canceled. It wasn't, you know, they weren't able to play the game. Because second place in my league had Josh Allen. And if who knows, if that game would have continued on, he might have gotten first. But, you know, you never know in football. It could have just happened that Josh Allen pulled Jameis Winston and threw three picks for the rest of the game and would have all ended the same. But you just never know. That's what I love about this game. Oh, my goodness. How could I forget about this? My biggest bust of the season has to be my number one pick in the first round because I was the the manager, the commissioner. I don't know what they call it for the league. So because it was the first year, I got the first overall pick in the first round. And I just happened to draft Jonathan Taylor because, you know, nothing could go wrong with drafting Jonathan Taylor, except for when it did. So, yeah, that was beautiful. Like I said, you know, small league, n- not much going on. A lot of the the players in the league, it was their first year. That's also why I didn't want to do too big because, you know, if you do a, a bigger league, you know, there's not as many players to go around and, you know, some people can kind of lose interest pretty fast. But I know my wife, actually, she did partake in the league and she she somehow ended up with both Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow as her quarterbacks. So all throughout the year, people were trying to trade her this or that for one of them. And to her credit, she didn't give them up. I will admit, even I tried to take one or two of them off of her. But yeah, she really got into it. She really liked it. She liked, you know, checking in with me to see how the players were doing mid-game and everything. And I don't know. I felt like she kind of got the gist of it pretty well. But yeah, the person who got first place in our league was actually my dad. We needed one last person to join. And and his words were, okay, I'll join, but I don't want anyone complaining whenever I get first place. And at the time, I just laughed it off. I was like, okay, yeah, you're going to get first. And now here we are. He got first. Although with that, you know, pretty good asterisk right next to it of, uh, yeah, but a game got canceled. But at the end of the year, he got first. So yeah, that was more or less our fantasy year in review. My biggest bust was uh, Jonathan Taylor the tight end position. I had George Kittle. I bring up tight ends because this season was very weird for tight ends. The only one who was dominant for the most part of the year was uh, Travis Kelsey and everyone else. I know George Kittle for the first couple weeks, it just seemed like they were just using him as a blocker. And I just, I, I didn't know what to do. There wasn't any good available tight ends out there that were consistently performing well. So yeah, what else? What else? Receiver, running back. Oh goodness, I had Joe Mixon when he went off and got 55 points that one week. I forgot who the Bengals played, but that was crazy. And then the next week, I think, I don't want to speak on this because I'm entirely wrong, but I feel like he didn't even get 10, maybe. Maybe he got 12. I'm way off on that. What else? Defenses. I had the Eagles and the Chiefs defense. I had those two for a good portion of the year. Um, Kicker. I had a good kicker. I forgot who he was. Maybe the Patriots kicker. Nick Folk. I could be. That's probably completely wrong. But I had had a good kicker for the whole year. And I let him go on his bye week. And he was picked up by a different team. And, you know, there's another player. He didn't do bad. It was just his bye week. And I had to drop him to pick someone else up. There, there's a couple players I probably should have dropped. 
I know Cordell Patterson with the Falcons. Correct me if I'm wrong. I had him at the beginning. He got hurt, went to injured reserve. Oh, well, I guess he wouldn't take up a roster spot if he was on injured reserve. Who was it? There was someone else I could have dropped, you know, to make room for for players. But it just felt like I was giving up on players a little bit too soon. Should have let some go. Should have held on to others. But hey, that's how the season goes. I guess that's why I got third and not first. <laughs> so yeah, that's more or less my review of the season. Of my season, anyway. If there's any questions or anything like that, I, I do want to set up. I don't know if I've already said it in this episode. I want to set up social media pages, you know, Twitter, Instagram, just things like that, where people can send in questions, send comments. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. And if it hasn't been very obvious by now, I am new to the world of recording audio slash video. So bear with me as I get into a groove of recording and lining up content with my co-hosts. Right now, I'm aiming to record one to two episodes a month. As the football season approaches, I'll hopefully be able to ramp it up and, fingers crossed, do weekly shows. I'll also get some of that fancy intro music. We need something to get y'all hooked and looking forward to the next episode, right? If my content won't work, maybe a little jingle will keep you coming back. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure to subscribe, rate the show, and come on back for some more fake football with real guys.